Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com slash restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Navigators Podcast, the podcast that equips men and women to steer the course of biblical Christianity in our culture today. Each week, we discuss faith, family, and the cultural trends that are sure to impact the local church. Join Tyler Robertson as we study God's Word together. Did you know that I'm entitled to your opinion? Well, at least that's what some people think. Some people think that they are entitled to just about everything. There's a really good story uh, that that brings out this attitude of entitlement. It's not my own. I heard a preacher uh, tell this story, but it's so very good. It t- he talked about a young secretary who made she made some final scribbles in her notebook, and she headed to her car. She was going to go meet a young gentleman at a nearby restaurant. Uh, and give and conduct rather an interview with this young gentleman. Her boss had had told her, "This is the kind of guy that I want. Uh, I, you know, this is an executive position. This is a, a high paying job, and so I'm willing to pay a high dollar for the right guy." So they set up an interview with one of the gentlemen that was in the running for this job, and uh, she seemed to to think that okay, well, the interview just fits, or the resume rather just fits uh, this guy. This has got to be it. So anyway, she sat down with the gentleman and looked pleasant enough. He was dressed very well, very distinguished young man, and she was thinking in her mind, hopefully the trail ends here. And so she sat down, you know, she went through all her preliminaries, but then she started to notice something really strange. She started to notice that halfway through the interview, or during the first part of the interview, that he was not very attentive. Some minutes went by. She started, continued, basically carried the conversation the entire time. And halfway through this interview, she stops. She folds up her notebook, puts her pen away, and she says, Sir, I think we are done here. And the young gentleman, just kind of very confused, thought, you know, hey, you know, this is supposed to be an hour-long interview, but we've only been here, you know, for 20 minutes. Uh, What's going on? And so she took a deep breath and through her frustration tried to compose herself. She said, sir, do you realize that the entire time that we have been seated, you have been on your phone. You have been looking down on your phone the entire time we've been discussing this, and I don't think that this job is for you. So she left the restaurant kind of, of course, befuddled by the the. Uh, audacity and the character of this young man. Well, the story doesn't end there, interestingly enough. The story doesn't end there at all. A couple hours later, the secretary on her personal cell phone got a call from this young gentleman's parents. This is, I believe, based on a true story. The young gentleman, who's probably 27, 28 years old, his parents calls the secretary 
And of course, you know what they do. They bless her out in the Lord. Not really. But they bless her out and they tell her, you know, of all the things that you have missed because you did not hire Junior. And everything, uh, you know, everything that she was wrong about and how they, how she treated him poorly and all of this stuff. And they just go off on this lady. Like, and well, I heard this story and I just thought to myself, how in the world, how in the world can someone be so entitled? You're getting ready to, you're interviewing for a high paying job, a six figure income, and yet uh, you sit there as if you're almost entitled to it. This story, I believe, is the epitome of entitlement. What is entitlement, though? Entitlement is the belief that we inherently deserve privileges or special treatments or that we have the right to something. We might say something like this. I work hard, so I deserve a high-paying job, right? Or I deserve to buy a nice car for myself. I've been good with my finances for a long time. You may say something like that. You may say, I deserve a nice house because my parents had a nice house. Or, I work so hard to provide for my family, so I deserve to do what I want when I come home. Ooh, that's a hard one. That's a tough one, right? Many people have that attitude. Well, I've worked hard today, so I deserve to come home and turn the TV on. I deserve to stop and to relax and unwind for a little bit. But do we truly deserve that? Do we truly deserve what we think we deserve? We may say something like this, I've worked hard today, so I deserve a treat. We might get a milkshake or a coffee on the way home. But just because we want it and just because we think we've worked hard for it or deserve it, does that mean we ought to have it? Because, you know, there is a hardcore pressure on us from the culture to consume. We are literally engulfed in a consumeristic culture We have taught ourselves, especially in American culture, we have taught ourselves to consume things even before uh, they become old, right? We consume and consume and consume, and what we want to, we consume the new, the newest iPhone, the newest, uh, the newest AirPods, the newest technology, whatever it is, we consume these things, and guess what? By the time we get them in our possession, they've become old hat. They've become the old things. Why is it that way? Because companies know that we are apt to consume. We're going to pay high dollar for new items just to have more. And even if our iPhone is just a year or two uh, old, we're going to pay for the new thing. Why? Because we have been conditioned to consume. If we want it, we get it. And here's the reality, though. The reality is that entitlement touches all of us. Okay, we don't really deserve anything. This is what the Bible says. In James 1, it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift gift is from above, and cometh now for the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. That means, hey, he is true, he is pure, he is clean. Every good gift comes from that kind of Father. Everything that we have, it comes from God. And you know the children of Israel, they struggle with this attitude of entitlement as well. They struggle with the attitude of entitlement in Numbers chapter 11. Look what the Bible says in verse 4. And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lusting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, 
Who shall give us flesh to eat? For you remember the fish, which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons, and the leeks, and the onions, and the garlic. But now our soul is dried away. You see the dramatic uh, the dramatic or desperation uh, of the Israelites that they seem to have gotten themselves in. At least they, at least they feel. They said there is nothing at all besides this manna before our eyes. Remember what manna was. Manna was the thing that God gifted them with. Literally, manna was food from heaven. I don't know about you, but I would kind of like being able to go outside and find Krispy Kreme donuts all over the ground. That would be awesome. Like that would be the coolest day in the, like in human history that we walk outside and there's Krispy Kreme donuts on or, or donut holes all over the ground. That's kind of what these things were. Manna. A lot of scholars believe that manna was it was this sweet, uh, I guess you could say, a wafer. It was something very very pleasant to eat. And what are the children of Israel saying here? After God had delivered them from bondage for hundreds of years, Egyptian slavery. After God had delivered them from all of this and provided food for them in the wilderness, what do they do? They find room to complain. And they said, the cucumbers, remember the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. I read that and I think, man, you were envious and you feel like you were entitled to that? I don't know about you, but like that's not number one thing on my menu. Leeks and onions and garlic. Okay, the melons and cucumbers, like I can get that, and the fish, but really, like onions and garlic? But I think the Holy Spirit is trying to teach us a really good principle here, though. They were entitled to things that weren't even very luxurious. They were entitled to things that weren't even very significant as far as wealth or even resembled wealth. And you know what I think the Holy Spirit's trying to teach us here? He's trying to teach us that we can become entitled to anything, whether it be great or whether it be small. We can become entitled to even the smallest and most meaningless things. So just because we have ran the race well, just because we we feel like we deserve, does not mean that we deserve. God is helping me, honestly, with this lesson lately. He's been helping me in my in the area of our finances. Uh, my wife and I have we did something back in January that absolutely it just took off in our marriage in a very good way, and it was just as far as spiritual growth and just really helping us. God is so convicting us about this area of our finances, and you know what? We are not uh, we are not spendy people, really. And honestly, I can say this with a clear, clear conscience that I'm not a very uh, a money-minded person in the way of I just want a lot of it. I really don't. Um, I, I'm a business. I'm an entrepreneur, and I've started a service-based business several years ago, and I recently closed the doors with that. And so I've 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 always had a business mindset, and I've always loved business. So I've always loved crunching the numbers and all this stuff. But I've never really thought like, oh, man, I just want to make a lot of money. I've never been that way, and my wife, she's the same way. She's not someone who I'm just going to go shopping because that's fun. Like for her, shopping is not very not very fun unless she knows specifically already what she's going to get before she goes into the store. She's my kind of woman, let me tell you. And uh, so she, man, shopping's just not her thing. We're not people that spend money. So when we started this thing back in January, which was really it was a financial fast, um, I actually give a plug to that. It's a 21 day financial fast is the name of the book. It's by Michelle Singletary. 
I don't know her personally, but wow, it is packed full of scripture, packed full of some really good stuff. And our connect group and our church of young couples, we're actually getting ready to go through this right now together. We're going to go through it a second time. And it's literally fasting from your finances. And one of the things that really weeded out in our marriage, uh, one of the things that it really just, God just hit the hot iron to in our lives uh, was this attitude of entitlement. The attitude of in, that we are just owed something that simply because I'm on my way home from work and I worked hard that day that I can stop by and get a soda. Like, is that necessarily the worst sin ever? No, um, it's not. But is that $2? Is that the best way to spend that money? Am I truly entitled to that simply because I deserve it? So let me ask you, are you entitled do you live with this attitude, with this attitude that, hey, I'm entitled to something simply because I want it, or I'm entitled to this simply because uh, I've worked hard to get it? You realize that God may have you put money aside for something, and then later on, he may ask you to give it away. You know, I've had that in my own life, where God has said, hey, I want you to put this money aside for this specific thing, and then... All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit, you know, pastor will bring something before the church and say, hey, we have a need in our church. And God will bring that specific money to my mind. You know, just because I've worked hard and I've worked the system doesn't mean that I'm that I'm entitled, right, to do what I want with that. And it all boils down, this attitude of entitlement all boils down to who you're obedient to. That's really the question at hand. It's who you're obedient to. Are you obedient to you? And what you want, or you're obedient to what God wants for you and what God wants for your finances. And so, you know, it, and it doesn't just touch the area of your finances. I mean, it touches your life. And you'll see that. That's what we saw when we went through that 21-day fast in January. We saw that, wow, the way that we steward our money um, touched every area of our life. Just how we thought about consuming and just how much we we pleased our flesh whenever we wanted to. And it was just, it becomes old hat. And even all these little things and these little things start adding up. And then God begins to reveal to you these little things. And so let me ask you, are you entitled? Do you live with the attitude of entitlement like we see here in Numbers 11 with the children of Israel? They were entitled to the smallest insignificant things. Are you entitled to it, or do you feel like you deserve certain things? Uh, can I challenge you? Just ask the Lord to help you with this attitude of entitlement. We're going to be talking about it next week as well, so I hope you'll tune in. But, you know, ask the Lord to help you. Am I entitled? Do I live with an attitude that I just deserve what I think I deserve, or do I live with an attitude of, God, I don't deserve anything, and that every good and every perfect gift comes from you. Thank you for listening to The Navigator's Podcast. Visit tyleraroberson.com and subscribe to our readers group for helpful articles, podcast updates, and book releases.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to tyleraroberson.com. tyleraroberson.com and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus. 